before we begin our discussion, we would like to mention that this episode is sponsored by Audible.com. If anybody doesn't know, I'm sure most people do, Audible is a application or a website that you can use on your phone or computer that you can get access to audiobooks. Every month they will give you one free new book to try and listen to. Audible doesn't only do audiobooks, they also have comedy, self-help, fitness programs, wellness programs, and I know that you just read something recently for the podcast. Yeah, recently I actually just read Joe Hill's Horns, and it became kind of difficult to read the book all the time. The audiobook just made it so much easier to be able to re- listen to that in the car. Great book, by the way, if anybody wants to check it out. It's amazing. Audible.com has thousands and thousands of titles. Mm-hmm. It would take you, I think, like 300 years yeah. to go through their entire library or something crazy like that. And like I said, they have way more than just audiobooks. They also do podcasts, so obviously we're huge fans of that. And to get your free trial, it is 30 days through our link. It is audibletrial.com slash the extra sisters. And that is T-H-E-E-X-O-R-C-I-S-T-E-R-S. And we just want to give a huge thank you yes, to audible.com for the sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Amanda and I'm Kristen and we are the extra sisters so sit back relax and let's get creepy welcome to episode 91 and in this episode we are going to be discussing evil dead 2 from 1987 and obviously we've already done evil dead so you can go back and listen to that episode because we don't just hop in and do sequels so if you want to listen to our review of evil dead you can hop back and do that this has a 97 percent on rotten tomatoes and obviously that doesn't surprise me because the Evil Dead franchise, minus the remake, have a huge following, huge... Uh, they're beloved. Yeah, big cult following. So that's obviously not surprising, especially Sam Raimi, you know, that's mm-hmm. the baby. So it's not surprising to me that this is very beloved. So, you know, this is my first time seeing these Evil Dead films. I've seen the remake. I saw it in theaters when it came out. It scares the bejesus out of me. Just throwing that out there i know that they're pretty unrelated i mean similar storylines but evil dead remake was made to scare people while these yeah were made to be horror but like low bud at the time low budget horror now this one was had a little bit bit more of a budget because of the success of the first one but you know little different this one was more comedy satirical dark humor if you will yeah i i I, okay i'm just gonna start by saying when i started watching it i was like i don't get it i don't get it i don't know why like i get i know i absolutely get why people love these so much i think this is just like not for me you know what i mean i totally agree i was even telling connor because i made him watch it with me because he likes these and i don't really like evil dead but i even told him i was like this is like passable it was entertaining i don't feel like i wasted an hour and a half of my time yeah yeah it's like you know there's it pretty much picks up where the last one left off but then it retells a lot of it and 
it recaps, but apparently we lost the rights to the first one, so we kind of have to do a lot of roundabout storytelling here. Yeah. So, I don't know how they lost the rights to the first one. I did not research that. It was their movie. I I was very confused. Yeah, so I didn't actually research that very much because I just was like, well, studios are hoes a lot. They hoe their creators out of a lot of rights, so that's unfortunate. But then it happened again with this one when they did the third one. So I was like, how do you let that happen twice? Exactly. What are you guys doing? But maybe Sam Raimi's just like, if I lose the rights, I have to be extra creative. Right. I don't know. But so this one, basically, you're going back to the cabin with Ash, which is Bruce Campbell, which, you know, he's a like very, I don't know, like conventionally attractive dude. I'm surprised he didn't just Mm -hmm. take off in the 80s. Like, I know he did some things, but other than this, he didn't get really into mainstream film because he is just like super i mean he's not like something that i would just like you know lose my rights for but like he would be very like conventionally attractive i was watching this the whole time and i was like i'm surprised he didn't just like kill it in the 80s you know and in yeah the maybe it's the acting because the acting is over overly crazy i agree <laughs> i think it it's also like fitting for the film you know oh, very much so so it's hard to say if he's like a great actor or not based on these films just because of what they are now exactly in the first evil dead you definitely get that they were trying and in this Mm -hmm. one it's like it is what it is this one was probably much more fun for them to make i agree i think it's like the first one like yeah we want to make a a a creepy cabin in the woods like demon like necronomicon you know and in this one they were like okay let's do it again but like way yeah so like even before we got on i was like i don't know this movie i was like i don't know what's going on i looked down for a second like to like make a note or like look something up and then i looked up and i was like wait what's going on (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did a lot of that i was staring at the screen and i was still like wait what happened who is that what's going on wait all of the because you get a lot of these characters brought into the cabin so it's much like the first one where it, it's only two of them. It's only him and Linda going back. They don't. So it's only him and girlfriend going to this cabin where unlike in the first one, you have this group of friends going to a cabin. So, you mm-hmm. know, a similar plot. They're going to a cabin in the woods, you know, so very, very similar. And they get this basically scientist reading a passage from this ancient book. Phonetically, phonetically. He even says that. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. You don't do that. <laughs> and of course it, you know, starts, but and things start like immediately, like in the first one, you know, things like gradually start to happen and they start to turn immediately. Linda's just like obliterated into demon world, you know, like she's just fucking gone. Yep. And so then shit just starts to happen. And then we have these other people brought into it because they just go to this cabin it's not like they rented it they're just like i don't know it's just like random cabin and who knows where the owners are we're just gonna go stay there and hope they don't come back yeah and i was just like oh that's very like homeless people pre-serial killer era of you even though <laughs> you know like yeah demon shit starts happening and they start turning now i will say like you know face and demon stuff gets me like everybody that has listened to us for 
you know, any sort of demony type movies. Even the first Evil Dead, like it's very campy eighties. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying not well done, but for the you know, it's just a time era difference of technology. Yeah. Plus it was like fairly low budget. There were even some parts of me in the first one that like, you know, it wasn't like scary, but even sometimes some like looks of the faces from under like the, you know, the cellar trap door or just like, you know, I was still kind of like, you know, the makeup, whoever did the makeup in this film fucking killed it. I will say that. Yeah. And then one though, some of the animatronics were just like, and I was just like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, there is a point though that is pretty creepy. When the next group of people comes in, there's this jock guy, and he gets possessed, and he's kind of fucking creepy floating there. That's true. Yeah, there were, and it's so interesting because it's like they called back to some of the creepy stuff, and then they did things that were so ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like the ballerina. Yeah. The, the animatronic or I don't know, clay ballerina that they did. That's weird. And then it's supposed to be his girlfriend who's dead, but her the the face that they put on her looks nothing like her. She even has blonde hair and she didn't before. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. And well and like these people, the da- it's the daughter of the man that read the the thing that started the shit in the first place, bringing more pages of this demon book, like stop bringing shit in (laughs) stop doing that you know it's like and and that's when um i one of the times i looked down was to make a note about some fuckery that was happening and then i looked back up and we're getting off a plane and we have these people and i'm like wait who the fuck are you when did we get off a plane (laughs) i was like what kidding I must have missed that whole thing anyway because I totally agree because mine was all of a sudden there's a couple that is at the bridge that's broken down and I'm like wait who the fuck are you so I must have missed the plane part we're not good watching movies (laughs) we're making notes we're making notes that's true and we we make notes the old school way on pen and paper (laughs) yeah exactly yeah you know it's just been a long season of movie watching sometimes you just kind of like look down at your notes and all of a sudden it's been 10 minutes and you're like (laughs) (laughs) but you know and I just didn't know what I was getting into either with the Evil Dead franchise because you, you watch the first one but then you hear all of these things about it and I think mostly the third one Mm-hmm. you know and so it's just it's just so weird and like I, I even messaged one of my friends that is like that loves the evil dead franchise and i was like what is happening why did they do this again i feel yeah. like in the same movie what <laughs> yeah it was fucking funny because it actually took me two tries to watch this because i got to the fucking claymation ballerina i was like i can't do this today i cannot i cannot do this to myself Try again later <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> And that's not like a hit on on. It's not like it was like. Oh, it's not bad. It's just a very specific niche, and you have to be in that mindset. Uh, yes, absolutely. And it's also you know there's a lot of like, like you said, there's just like crazy shit happening. But and a lot yeah. of it happened in the first one. Like there's the tree scene again. Mm-hmm. We always have to have someone right by a tree. Correct. And there's stuff, you know, like there's a piano playing by itself and like a wall bleeding at a certain point. And then you get some of the, you know, the callbacks to the first one and some of it's fan service, but then like a lot of it also is they were 
from what I understand, repeating something because they lost the rights. And mm-hmm. so they were recapping some stuff and, and also paying homage to their first film that became a cult classic because that's a big deal. Like when, if I was a filmmaker, one of my goals, let's say I had $5,000 to make a movie. That's not a lot. You can't pay your people shit. You don't have special effects budget. You basically can afford to get mm-hmm. your filming equipment Get a few of your friends and film in like your house or your yard or a forest. Yeah. So like, let's say you can do that for, you know, a couple thousand or 10,000 or even 25,000. That's Mm -hmm. nothing, you know? And then all of a sudden you're, you know, you have millions of people clamoring for you. Or even if it's like hundreds of thousands, like you fucking did something so if I was to make a sequel, yeah, I'm going to, like, pay homage to my first film that was nothing when I was nothing. So you know, I was that's going fucking to cool. mention this later, but I actually think it pertains now. So actually, Stephen King liked Evil Dead so much that he convinced a production company to finance this movie. So they actually didn't have people clamoring for them. Stephen King went to bat for them. Good. Well, see, okay. And in that case, somebody like Stephen King finds it, then you do what right, Stephen exactly. King asked you to fucking do. I was do. actually really surprised <laughs> when I looked at how good the makeup was. I was like, Tom Savini. I know it's got to be Tom Savini because he literally mentioned in another interview about Evil Dead and how they had shown him the original one and he thought it was so cool. So I was like, oh my god, Tom Savini came on for the second one and he didn't. And I was so confused about that. But the makeup still kicked ass. Yeah, and even the... You know, like, we look at it, and some of it now, like, you watch it, and it's, you know, you kind of laugh. Like, some of it, like, like there was a part where, you know, something was, like, floating through the air, and it was very stop-motion-y, and it was kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but... Yeah, they used a lot of stop-motion. Yeah, but that's not, like, to shit on the film. That, that was, it's just... When you watch it now, and, and like the, pretty much all 80s, like even when you watch Nightmare on Elm Street, which is like a highly, highly regarded, you know, film even for mm-hmm. its special effects and it was a high budget film. It's not like it's bad or the effects are bad. It's just, you know, comparatively and how we've advanced, you can't compare it. It's apple and oranges at this point. You know, that's not yeah. fair. Well, it's also a style. Correct. Yes. Evil Dead is just so its own in the style, the claymation and things that they use in it that no one else does. Yeah, and it was an artistic decision. Exactly, and I think that was the most interesting thing to me with this one versus the first one. And maybe it's just because we've watched so many movies now, I'm starting to see more of the technical part of it. But I was watching Sam Raimi in it. I was watching the the shots he was doing and why he was doing it. And that really brought me into the movie more than the actual acting. Well, and you can tell in my opinion now, granted I haven't watched any interviews. I haven't talked about this. So this is completely my perception. And if they had a completely different experience and I'm stepping in something, I apologize, but it seemed like at least Bruce Campbell had a good time filming it. So Yes, he did say it was his favorite of them. Okay, well, see, you could tell, and that's why I perceived it that way, because it just looked like it was so ridiculous to film. And that seemed like it would be, as an actor or actress, the most fun things to film would be those types Mm -hmm. of things, where you can just be over-the-top and ridiculous. And and, and a franchise that essentially, I don't know if he knew this at the time, that he would be, like, even his Twitter handle is groovy bruce 
to this to this day, you know, like, and you know, how many years later, thirty something years later, so you know, he really embraced that and made this franchise. You know, I know it's Sam Raimi's, but Bruce Campbell is synonymous with that. You yeah. know, well, he was also the best part of it. Every time it would show the other people, the other characters, I was always like, I'm bored. Can we move the fuck on? I don't care. I've seen this in a billion others, but at least when we got to Bruce Campbell. He was having fun, and you could tell, and you could join in on the This fun. is Ash's story, yeah. Yeah, but you could definitely tell in all of his scenes that he was having so much fun, and that's when I really got into the film, is those scenes, at least. Yeah, I mean, there were some times where I was like, oh my god, I'm bored, but then at the same time, it's like, but it, it is kind of a fun movie. I just didn't really want it to be... <laughs> Because not because I don't know I was being stubborn because I was like I've seen it before we've did we've done this but you know walking yeah. out. I wasn't being stubborn but I didn't get into it either I I agree with you I feel like this is just a movie for certain people and unfortunately it's not for us but I can at least understand and appreciate yeah. it for that well the, my friend that I was talking to about it he actually says I will literally put this on in the background at work regularly. Like, I won't want, it's just, like, one of my background movies that I love so much that I will just put it on. Me with Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, right, exactly. And I was like, well, you just hear a bunch of, like, Exactly, right? What do you hear? Okay. But yeah, and that's, he's like, yeah, a bunch of that. And I was like, okay. I can't judge, like, you know, like, this is completely different, but, like, a lot of people, a lot of my friends back in, when this came out, I was kind of, like, the the creepy bitch of my friends, right? Coraline came out in 2009 I literally fell asleep to that movie every single night for two years and people thought I was so fucking creepy because it was a creepy movie but like you know I just would yeah you know and don't you fall asleep to it now I'm sure uh, yeah. clowns don't make other people oh, yeah. I will put on it like I it's one of my bathtub movies I will put it on to relax you know and that's definitely one yeah. of those movies that other people are like clowns you know exactly you know, to each their own and all that yeah but i definitely get the appeal now go into mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm sorry if i'm skipping ahead and we have more to talk about but it's interesting talking about getting into the third one which i'm sure eventually we'll get to it we kind of have to at this point because it's kind of the talk of the series yeah well i'm actually interested i was interested enough in this one to continue on with the third one i'm interested enough in it well the third one is every time i look into like the evil dead series like okay let's talk about how you know i do a lot of the stuff for the social media anytime i want to promote like that we're doing an evil dead and i just look up images the third one is really what everywhere yeah and so it was interesting because it's got such a different setting and that that's what you know, kind of comes up toward in this one to set the stage. And it's just like, you kind of, I feel like if you are one to partake in doing drugs, this would be a good (laughs) movie to watch doing that. Because if you just like zone out and you haven't really watched this movie before, all of a sudden you look up and you're in like medieval times at a castle and you're like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) I was high when I watched it. It was pretty nice. Yes, I will admit that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so I had also pro tip. I don't know if in where you live, they're still doing this, but I know, especially in like the height of, you know, can't go to restaurants era. I went to a Tex-Mex place here, which is a 
corporate franchised place. But I picked up food before I watched this and I ordered a margarita and they brought it to me in just like a paper soft drink cup and it was the most unsuspecting. Like I just slammed a straw in that bitch and alcoholics everywhere rejoicing. I mean, like I couldn't open it till I was like sealed. But when I got home, I was like, if if I took this to work, nobody would know. I'm not going to because that's illegal. But (laughs) I literally sent a picture of my boss and I was like, if I walk in with this, mind your business. Okay. And he was he was just like ha 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 and i was like mind your business (laughs) hey i bet if you brought him one he'd be like everything is stressful and (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so you know with margaritas it's probably not as fun as like you know other things you know like weed but see if i smoke weed i will fall asleep so i fucking can't so that's the cross i bear you know no it was much more entertaining i yeah i bet because your your brain is slower processing so you're like what the fuck exactly exactly granted it didn't help because even you and you who were not under the influence is going what happened here and i was like what happened here so (laughs) yeah but it was like all the stuff happening you know you knowing evil dead you do know what's going on but at the like the little things you were like wait 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 also, he pulls out the chainsaw, and that's pretty at some point, and that's very Evil Dead, you know, like yeah, that and but yeah, at the end here, he goes into medieval times because I guess demons can do whatever the fuck they want. And yeah, I did like how they turned Ashley into a Ash into a badass in this one where he wasn't in the first, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, cutting off your own hand with a fucking chainsaw. Damn. Yeah, he definitely becomes this. different like they made him like and that's why people i think especially at the end of this one and definitely in the next one he becomes this like icon you know Mm -hmm. ash versus evil dead isn't that what the next one is uh next one is army of army of darkness that's right but there's been a lot of like tv shows and spinoffs so i i'm pretty sure ash ash versus evil dead or something is one of them yeah that's what that's what that's in my head ash versus evil dead so he becomes this like you know, pinnacle of this series, you know, this horror god of ours. exactly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just I, I really liked him as a character. He was funny, you know, to watch mm-hmm. and fun. And then he ends up in this fucking medieval time, and he shoots down this like flying demon bat dragon thing. <laughs> And then they're like, hell. And then he's like, no. And then that's that, you know? Yeah. And you're like, you're still like, okay. I just watched that. That's the thing that just happened. Yeah. I sat with it on the credits for a while going, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, me too. And then I was even afterwards, like, you know. But, you know, it's just, it was a, you know, when I look back at it, at the time, I was like, I've already watched this, I'm bored, I don't get it, what's the appeal? But, you know, (laughs) that was, that was kind of harsh, because that's not necessarily true, and I totally, I definitely get it. It's definitely not something that I will just, like, pick up and watch, like most people. Now, granted, I didn't watch it before this, and so I was talking to, to Ryan, who was, who I talked to about it, my friend, and he was like, I've watched this 
for so many years. I have so much nostalgia on this. And I also think that plays a factor yeah, definitely. Into it. But I definitely see why this this is so beloved because it and, and why people are so into it. And so I definitely appreciate that. Like for me as a, you know, the, just a movie, I probably give it like a three out of five. But like as appreciating it, I definitely mm-hmm. give it more merit than just like a three out of five. Like that's not, you know, the, does that make sense? Like I... It, no, that's exactly what I was thinking last night. I was trying to figure out how exactly I was going to rate this because I would also probably give it a three just based on my appreciation of the film. But I kind of feel, I don't know if you feel this way, but sometimes when people have such nostalgia built up into these amazing franchises like Evil Dead, I feel a little left out. Like I wish I had been introduced to this when I was younger and had that care for it, but I don't. Absolutely. But I do appreciate watching Sam Raimi's technique and seeing that now. I think that was amazing. That took it to another level for me. So honestly, I think just based on the technical part of it and how much fun I think they had, uh, four out of five, like, that's amazing. Good job, you guys. I don't know. I will probably never watch it again, but I think that's great for their fan base. Yeah, I agree. And I like that we're, you know, we've gotten to the point, this is just like a good for us. I don't mean it like that, but it's cool that like last night, even when I was talking to Ryan, I was like, I don't fucking like get it. I do get it. But like, you know, I'm, I was bored, but like when you introspectively look at something like this with experience, you know, with horror films and fan bases and things like that, you can watch a film, not really like it that much, but still understand why. And I, and I yeah. like that we have gotten to that point or, you know, I, I hope that other people can do that with film because it makes it so much more enjoyable when you can watch a film, kind of be mad about it, but still be like, I fucking get it. You know, like, you know, it's not mm-hmm. just because if I had watched this film with no like horror appreciation for the genre or for the fan base or for the creators, I would have probably given it like a lower you know what I mean like but so yeah I mean I'm glad that that this exists and I thought it was fun and a a big contribution to the genre in general so yeah overall it was a a good experience so yeah definitely the only I told you one piece of trivia the only other piece of trivia I have is there's actually a Freddy glove that can be seen above the tool shed and that was a direct response because they used a clip of the evil dead in a nightmare on elm street on the tv I thought that was pretty funny. And I did like this as it's a horror comedy. So they definitely use that to to its advantage. Even right in the beginning, you know, if some creepy shit happens at your cabin, you're going to get in your fucking car and bail, right? And so many horror movies don't have people do that. They're always like, oh, no, it'll be fine. But he actually does that. And I thought that was a nice little tip. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for this review of Evil Dead 2. You know where to find us on all of our socials. Everything is the Extra Sisters podcast, except for Twitter, which is at the Extra Sisters because I'm difficult and can't be uniform across the board. You can find us on patreon.com slash the Extra Sisters podcast. If you would like to join our little Patreon family, we have two tiers, $1 and $5 for some extra content. So head on over there if you would like to check it out. We really appreciate all of our patrons and would appreciate you for checking it out. And next time. The suspense of Alien, the excitement of Jaws, the fun of Back to the Future. Till then, stay creepy.